Good morning, friends and family. God bless you. This is Gail Manizak. Thank you for joining me. Um, thank you for joining us at City Changers Illinois and the Power and Presence Ministry. I just want to share a little bit that was on my mind this morning. My husband and I were actually having a discussion about um, false teachers. And uh, we should be studying about the danger of false teachers because we're living in that day. We're living in toward the end times. We don't know when the end is, but we can tell just by the signs and things that are going on in the world that we are living in that time are getting very near to it. But I was noticing how when I was reading through Jude, it kept saying, when these people win these people it kept talking about these people and then um i got down to about verse 14 and it says enoch who lived in the seventh generation after adam prophesied about these people he said listen the lord is coming with count with countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the world amen it says he will convict every person of all the ungodly things they have done and for the insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So right right here in, our, in the word, it says we're going to be, uh, he will convict us, or he will convict every person of all the ungodly things they have done. And you know, we have this these different groups that uh, in the the, uh, what do you call it, a super grace or um, hyper grace messages that say you can do, you know, you can get saved, become born again, and then, you know, since it was all done at the cross, you can basically do whatever you want, which is not the truth. They're taking uh, so much totally out of context. But, um, so it's already, God has already stated what it's going to be like. We already know what the word says. And, um, but let me tell you about these people, as it says in my version, which is the NLT version of the Bible. Um, let's see, Jude is talking about, let's see, I, I say this because some, okay, let me back up to three. He said, Dear friends, I have been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation that we all share. But now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted. I want to put in there myself to you and to me once for all time to his holy people. Once for all time, he has entrusted this to us. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. There it is right there, the hyper grace message. And, um, and it's not true. Jude is telling us right here and there are many other places in the Bible that tell us that is not the truth. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago Jude said for they have denied our only master and Lord Jesus Christ he said so I want to remind you though you already know these things that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt but then later he destroyed those who did not remain 
faithful. I want you to remember those words. He destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute also, um, just, just for a bit. And he goes on to say, And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of the authority of God. Uh, limits of authority God gave them, but left the place where they belonged. So they knew where they belonged, but they chose. They made a choice. We always have a choice. God doesn't force us to do anything. You know what? The only, he doesn't even rush us. He is very gentle with us. It would be the enemy that would be rushing you. But these people literally made a choice and um, did not stay. They left the place where they belonged. So they knew where they belonged. God has kept them secretly chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And and then in verse 7, And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire and serve as a warning, Jude says, as a warning of the eternal fire of God's judgment. So in the same way, these people who claim authority... They claim authority from their dreams and visions and who knows what else. They live immoral lives. They defy authority. And they scoff and mock at supernatural beings. But even, and the Bible, in this we should pay attention to, but even Michael, on the mightiest, uh, one of the mightiest angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. So this took place, you know, when Michael was arguing with the devil about the the body of Moses. But he says, but these people scoff at things they do not understand. We should really be careful about that. Amen. Um, he goes on to say, like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them. And so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them, for they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother. And then like Balaam, they deceive people for money. And like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. So look at like Balaam, you know, where it says, where Jude brings it right out in the forefront. They deceive people for money. This goes on all the time in churches and in um different places in the name of the Lord people asking for money begging for money somehow getting money and and maybe maybe dishonestly um, God only knows but the Lord goes on to tell us he said when these people when they eat with you in your fellowship meals commemorating the Lord's love they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you now that tells us right there, you know, we need to be careful about who we hang out with. We need to know and, and that their fruit is good, that they're truly walking with the Lord Jesus. Because, you know, just like the Bible says, the enemy will appear to you as an angel of light. How much more light can it look like that people come into your services 
and they're set in places to minister to you or attempt to minister to you. A, a pastor has actually put people that they already know are not living for God like they should be, put them in places of ministering to the sheep. Amen? So they're like uh, shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They're like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. Think about that. They're like trees in autumn that are doubly dead for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. So, you know, through our whole lifetime, the process that we are in of trials and troubles and sometimes we're on the mountain, sometimes we're in the valley. Those are all times that we are gaining fruit. We are growing fruit, the fruit of Christ, if we've got our focus on Him and Him alone. So he says, they're like wild waves of the sea churning up the foam of their shameful deeds. They're like wandering stars doomed forever to the blackest darkness. You know, the blackest darkness is when you absolutely will never again be able to experience or be in the presence of God. You will totally be cut off. If you are one of these, as it says, one of these. So, down at the in verse uh, 16, it says, These people, again, these people are grumblers and they're complainers, living only to satisfy their desires. They brag loudly about themselves and they flatter others to get what they want. You know, I know that any true Christian that's in the hearing of my voice and and myself as well knows very well that this is is very much the truth. I've seen the flattery. You can tell when people are flattering others just to get what they want or they're bragging loudly about themselves just to make a show of themselves. You know, it's so much different when a person is literally praising God and walking with the Lord and walking in his presence. You're not going to see any of that because it's not there. Amen. The person that is seeking the Lord, their focus, their thoughts, their mind is totally upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Then at the end of Jude, there is a call to remain faithful. And uh, Jude He says, you know what, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ predicted. They told you in the last times there would be scoffers whose purpose in life is to satisfy their ungodly desires. How many of us know people that purpose in life to just satisfy their own selfish, carnal desires? They care about no one else. These people are the ones who are creating divisions among you, the Bible says. They follow their natural instincts because they don't have God's Spirit in them. What else would they have? They're going to follow their natural instincts. And if they have demons in them, they're going to follow their instincts too. 
But he says, you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. And that should be our focus, to, to, to build one another up, to build our friends up, to pray for our friends. It is not a, an easy day that we live in, and I believe that we need to cover one another in prayer. Just my personal thought. But I believe the Bible says, pray ye one for another. So it's actually more than my personal thought. So it says, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. And in this way, we'll keep yourselves safe in God's love. Amen. Let me read that just one more time. This is our instruction right here in verse 21. But you, dear friends, or 20 and 21, you, dear friends, must build up each other up in your most holy faith, praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. But await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. And in this way, you will keep yourself safe in what? In God's love. Does that mean you can get out of God's love? Yes, it does. I believe it does. And uh, I think there are going to be many people that are going to be fooled on um, when they face the Lord on Judgment Day. Verse 22 says, And you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Amen. We need to be trying to rescue trying to snatch them from the flames of judgment or from the fire. Amen. Show mercy to to all others. It says in this version to still others, but do so with great caution. So we have a warning here. God is telling us to be really careful, be very cautious, hating the sins that contaminate these people's lives but loving them, amen, enough to want to help them be snatched from the flames of judgment. So in saying that, I'll go ahead and close here. Uh, Jude ends with a prayer of praise. And, um, you know, <laughs> praise is amazing. Praise brings the presence of God. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Now we can praise God in our words and our thoughts, in our heart, from spirit to his spirit, just overwhelming that flow of love for God, praise for God. We can glorify God or praise God in the things that we do by doing things in excellence, doing things the way, doing things that are honest, doing things that God would have us to do in uh, excellence, excellence. And he will show us how to do that if we don't know how. So he's saying now all glory to God who was able to keep you from falling and will bring you He'll not only bring you, but he will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. I want you to hear that so bad. 
He will bring you out of your mess. He will bring you out of your sin. He will bring you out of all that you have been going through. He will bring you out of all your uh, troubles that you went through. And he will do it with great joy. He's not mad at you. He's not uh, some God up there high in the sky ready to hammer you over the head with a hammer. Amen. He's. I, I heard somebody say one time, I, I can't walk in that church. The, the roof would probably fall in. Well, no, that's not true. God is waiting for you. The call has went out. The call is going out every single day for people to come to the Lord Jesus. So he says, with great joy, he will keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence. This is the part I want you to remember so the devil can't lie to you when you come to Jesus. He said, he'll bring you into his glorious presence without a single fault. You will be washed whiter than snow. That's not what it says here in Jude. That's what I said. So all glory to him who alone is God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are his before all time and in the present as well and beyond all time. Amen. That's an amazing book. It has so much in one chapter. Just one chapter. <clears throat> 